Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, it's going to be great. It's, it's good. I've got 11 ways that you can promote yourself for nothing online. So get a piece of paper and pen and get ready to learn more coming to you after this short break. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for new and innovative ways to market myself online. And especially now we're living in this kind of corona world where everybody is basically online. Now is the perfect time for you to promote yourself. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, well, the best and only way is through ads. Now, don't get me wrong. Ads are great. Ads are fabulous if you have a very well-defined audience and you're more or less retargeting a warm audience, meaning that people who have already interacted with your content and you want them to take an initiative on your product or service. This podcast, this episode specifically, is geared more towards building your awareness and building your reach because what I find with a lot of new entrepreneurs, especially service-based entrepreneurs, is that you guys want to make the sale instantly. And duh, of course, we're in business, we're trying to make money. But for us to have a long-term, very lucrative brand, we need to constantly market and promote ourselves in new and interesting ways. So that being said, let's get straight into it. One of the best ways, in my opinion, number one, um, for promoting yourself online for free is to attend a meetup or virtual event, meaning that you are not just learning new ideas, but you're sharing new ideas and you're letting other people know that, hey, you exist. Now, a lot of you guys may attend events, but you rarely comment. And I think that's just so unfortunate because you may have an idea that you may have a thought about something a speaker says or somebody in a focus group or one of the group discussions have to say, and no one's hearing that good idea. Wouldn't you like someone to kind of echo or comment or respond back on some of the ideas that you have to say. So that's why it's so important not just be, you know, a participant, but an active participant. And you know what's even better is to host a virtual summit. There are so many different technologies um, like heysummit.com, like for example, where you can just get a bunch of your guys or girls <laughs> together and just send out an email list blast to everybody and say, hey, we're going to have a summit. We're going to talk about either marketing or strategizing or self-esteem or self-care or whatever topic makes sense for your tribe. This is really important, not just obviously to build a sense of camaraderie, but for knowledge exchange. And, and if people really like what you have to say, then they are more unlikely to want to connect with you. And that brings me to number three is email your list and email them regularly. I don't care if you have an email of one or a thousand you have to be continuously emailing and staying in contact with your tribe. I remember 
I went to, this was like seven years ago, more or less. I went to this um, personal training convention and I collected a lot of email addresses. And you know what I did with all those email addresses that I got? I just sat on them and I didn't do anything with it. And I remember one time I was talking with my then coach at the time and they're like, well, what are you doing? Why don't you email them? Why don't you say something? And I went ahead and I just sent an email message more or less. Hey, how are you doing? How, how things are going? And I can't tell you how many times I got unsubscribed. And you know what I got, why I got unsubscribed for so many people was because they didn't, they weren't interested. It was such a long time and it just seemed like spam. So if you're going to email people, this is just my tried and true advice for everybody. It doesn't really matter what your sphere is, what your, your business is. I mean, you have to constantly think about good value that you're giving to your audience. No one no one, even if you sell the best thing, no one wants to be just sold to 24 seven. They want to be given a reason and a desire to want to open that email from you. So make sure that you're always packing your emails with just good information. So it's not just clickable, but it's shareable. Imagine if you got an email from someone that you like your brand, what makes their email different? What makes their email special? I think that will go a long way for you in terms of promotion because people tend to share things that have valuable content, which brings me great plug in for um, my podcast. If you have been listening to this podcast, maybe one or two or heck even 10 times. And if you haven't hit that subscribe button, wherever you're listening, go ahead and do that. And I would greatly appreciate for those of you who have been listening and enjoying this content, please leave me a review. Let me know what you think. And that just helps me in terms of my con- um, my ratings on Apple or wherever you're listening. But more importantly, it helps other people find me. So I would greatly appreciate that. Okay, we're on tip number five. No, sorry, four. Four strategize partnerships with others. Now, a couple of days ago, I got an email, cold email from someone online and they said they really like what my what I'm doing and we actually um had a really good conversation and he proposed something and I can't wait to share with you guys later. But but just to say that You always have to be creative and look outside of your immediate circles and think about different ways that you can cross collaborate with other creators, other service providers, because look, everyone is looking for more than just one solution. They're kind of looking for complex solutions because people, especially business people, we've got complicated problems as we kind of grow and launch our business and especially scale it. So if we're able to connect with another like-minded business person who's able to help provide a product or service that could be really beneficial, then that is a absolute win. Okay, let's move on to step five, groups. Now, this could be your private Facebook group or your LinkedIn group. Or you can create your own online group for 
or on Reddit or Quora, whatever space that you want. The point is build your own community. Now, a lot of you guys, especially if you're new in business, you want to join somebody else's community. And that's okay for a while. But if you really want to grow and launch and scale, you have to bite the bullet and create your own space. And you need to create your own space for a lot of reasons. You need to create your own space because it helps people stay focused on your brand and your name and your your products and your offers. It helps you from not wanting to compare yourself from other people. Now, I think we all know this, but a lot of people online hate to say this, they're posing. They're pretending to be more important, more popular, more interesting than what the reality is. And if you're kind of just constantly bopping in and out of other people's spaces and not trying to create your own space, you more or less run the extreme risk of just being a shadow of somebody else in a group. And you don't want to do that. If you've worked so hard and so long to be your own independent business person, you don't want to be in the shadow of somebody else. And you may think, well, it's a group. How can I be in a shadow? I'm like, trust and believe. I have known people who have been in groups for years, years. And all they do is they like and they heart and they share but they other people's content, but they don't they rarely give their own feedback. They rarely give their own like take on things. They just more or less repeat what everybody else says. And I think that's a sad thing. So take the plunge, make your own space. And yeah, I know that it creates it's effort. Yeah, I know it takes time, um, but it's worth it because if you want a business that lasts and thrives, you want to be known for having your own space where you kind of decide your own rules and what you talk about, what you won't talk about and everything in between. Okay. Number six, create your YouTube channel. And this could also be, um, any kind of a channel. Heck, it can even be your own Instagram, IG channel. The whole point is having your own space, your own video space. That's basically what you're trying to say. It's where you can share um, things that may be of great interest to your your fan base, to your tribe. Now, personally, I have dabbled more than one occasion on YouTube and creating videos. And I just figured that for me, it was not something that I thrived on. You know, I do think of myself as a creative person, but I am not creative in the sense of wanting to create videos. So if you love videos, if you like cinematography, if you like constant creation of, of, of video and con- video content, go ahead and do that. There are a lot of people online and you can see how they kind of um, edit the sound or edit kind of the speed and um, interject different like um, other kind of content to kind of make things lively. Personally, that's just not my jam, but if you're creative, have at it. And while I'm on YouTube, I just want to mention something that everybody should be aware of. So YouTube has been really kind of cracking down on the algorithms such that they are kind of like 
leaning more preference to the search results towards more authoritative, more mainstream, um, other, other than kind of fringe indie, you know, spaces. So I'm not trying to discourage you and say, don't do it. I just want to help manage your expectations that especially in 2020, it's not as easy for people to kind of launch and scale YouTube the way it used to be. Not to say you can't do it, just again, just help managing your expectations. Now, number seven, create a podcast. Now, you're listening to a podcast, right? <laughs> and hopefully, if you're still listening, you're enjoying this podcast. So that's pretty awesome. Thanks so much for sticking with me. Now, if you're creating a podcast, again, make sure that it is focused and it's relevant and it's timely on what you feel comfortable and but more importantly, what your audience needs. There is no point of making, for example, a podcast about cats and then every once in a while just ranting about dogs or ranting about politics when people are expecting or accustomed for you to talk about cats, for example. So there are lots of resources um, on how to create a podcast and um, especially on um, through uh, Pinterest or um, through Google. So I would just invite you literally just write how to start a podcast and you can find some stuff. If you have more issues specifically about making your voice sound authentic, being more connected with your audience and more or less just feeling confident about yourself, I would highly invest invest in cash to five days to cash. It is a program that I have catch it on denisegeely.com. It's under a hundred dollars. Great deal where we can talk one-on-one about you becoming your best authentic self online and promoting yourself. So again, it's $97, five days to catch, catch it on denisegeely.com. Okay. Number eight, create an affiliate program. Now, one of my most favorite copywriters, Tanya Daka, has a great affiliate program for um, people who are seeking kind of part-time or as-needed copyright assistance. Now, that is just one, one pr- product that Tanya has created. If you're interested, I can uh, send you some information. But that is an affiliate program. I do mention that, so full disclosure. But more than often than that is being able to help connect your tribe with resources that are being able to help improve the quality of business for another person. So you may have purchased things through an affiliate program, or you can create your own affiliate program or connect with someone who has an affiliate program. The sky is the limit as to what you want to do. But the point I'm trying to make is that there are it, it's lucrative, obviously, but more importantly, it helps position you as a, a resource. Okay, we're almost there, guys. So thank you so much for sticking with me on this. Number nine is host a Twitter chat. Now, it, there, Twitter is a very fast-moving creature, meaning that people can get really lost really fast on topics or things of discussion. And one of the ways to help people get focused on a specific issue or a talking point is to use hashtag. Like, you can talk with me, Denise G. Lee, at Twitter, doing hashtag branding. 
right? And as long as you tag me and you do hashtag Brandon, I am on it in terms of trying to connect with you and answering any questions that you have. As an example, one of the things that I love about using hashtags, it's, it's a search engine tool. It's searchable. So long after you're done posting content or pe- your tribe is responding to it, people can be able to chat both um, um, back from when the original post was done and into the future. So it's pretty cool. And I highly encourage you guys to do that. All right. And this is real, this number 10 is related to Twitter too, is create a Periscope account. Now, did you know that you, yeah, while you can upload short little videos, um, up to two minutes or so, two minutes and 10 seconds to be exact on Twitter, if you want a long form video kind of streaming event, you can do it for free on Periscope. You can connect your Twitter with your Periscope account and that allows your audience to connect with you in a different way where they can send hearts if they possibly react to your stuff or they can be able to share your content or they can trim your content and upload it and create it as their own. So the sky's the limit with Periscope. Very exciting tool, highly I advise for those of you who use um, Twitter to go ahead and use Periscope. Don't just be a participant. Ask to join. Make a collaboration between somebody else on Periscope. So lots of fun things that you can do with it. And that takes me to our last step. Step number 11 is guest posts on other social channels. And that includes blogs or somebody else's Periscope or... Just think of any kind of ways where you can create your own content on somebody else's. I get emails all the time from people who say, hey, Denise, I would love to guest post on denisegeely.com. And for me, I have no problem doing that as long as they did their due diligence of actually reading through my website, I know, duh, right? And presenting pitches that seem relevant for my core audience, meaning um, successful and motivated entrepreneurs like yourself who are introverted. Now, that is a way that appeals to me. I truly, 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 if you're going to guest post, guest blog, guest whatever, is send someone a quick bio of yourself as well as talking point or pitches. Don't just say, hey, I would like to guest blog or guest post or be on your show. Give people a reason to want to post or, um, or not post, but rather to be able to connect with you online. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I truly enjoyed our time talking with each other. If you got any other questions or concerns about what I just said, do not hesitate to send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. I love to connect with you on Pinterest. I'm on uh, Pinterest as well as Twitter. Go ahead and connect with me too. And yes, 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 I am also on Instagram. So tons of places where you can find me. Um, and I'd love to kind of just um, obviously connect with you whenever you have some free time. So yes, go ahead and send me a message. But more important than that, I just want to let you know that you are doing awesome work. Growing a business is not easy, but I'm hoping that one of these steps that I have to give to you is going to make a huge difference in your business. Well, that is it. Take care and be awesome.